0: Welcome to another inspirational My Church podcast. We hope this message will bless and encourage you. To find out more about My Church, visit mychurchcanada.com.
1: So, we've got some beautiful people on this platform, and uh, we've done some years together. Some of us have done years. For one of us here on the platform, it is your one year anniversary, Miss Ellie. Landing in Canada, Ottawa, Ontario, from Sydney, Australia, fresh off the boat or fresh off the airplane. And uh, yeah, so this is her one-year anniversary, so it's pretty cool to have that on a Sunday. And I'm just so grateful that you came and, I was going to say, you came and you died. I'm so used to saying that. You know, like Jesus, but that wasn't you. Um, you know, you get used to saying certain things. Um, but anyway, side note, there's some beautiful people. This whole, you know, couple rows of people represent our creative teams, creative. That is Josh there in the back. We've got Josh production and creative teams. Our events team Ebenezer, give a little wave there in the back corner. These are our people teams, and so these people are so pastoral, love you so well. Every single one of these people do that, but that is their specific job. <laughs> love people. City Care, Tommy, where are you at, girl? Okay, there you are. You can, like, wave or something. Yeah, okay. Next Steps is Steph. She makes your teeth whiter, and you become an entrepreneur if you enter her zone. Um, connect Groups is Emma. And, man, just smashing it, it's doing so well. Guest services is Deji. Where are you? Where are you? Oh, you're coming! We've got a chair for you! Do we have a chair for him? Shoot. It is the game. It's the game! You're out! No, I'm just kidding. Do we have one more chair, do we? They're getting it. Of course you are. Okay, so Deji, you oversee our uh, guest services, which is a massive like welcome mat for our church. Basically, if you see someone in the parking lot, if you see somebody on the doors, if you see somebody with a smile and a little thing around their neck, they're on your team. If they're giving you a high five and it's your fifth one of the day... It's his team. Uh, And our stream leads, okay, so streams. We're gonna dive into this uh, here today and uh, kind of uh, bring you behind the heart of our streams. But People Care overseeing our stream lead, People Care is Hannah. Our captains is Nadia. Captains, you help people integrate. So what's a captain? It's like me, me. You don't like. You're not on a boat, but you help people. You help people get engaged into team and get involved and help serve ministry. Uh, stream lead is Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. Oh my gosh, what a blessing! She makes me cry every time I see her. <laughs> Probably many of you. She has that effect on people. Coaching is Colin amongst. Yeah. Amongst many, many, many hats, um, interns Dan, where are you? Yes, I don't know why I can't find you guys. I'm like, where are you? You're all hiding. Uh, generations. Now we're getting into like all of the, the age groups here. 1825, smashing it. Is Toby? <laughs> And the truth is, Toby and Brunette, I mean, you carry everything together. You're married, you're one. So you get to carry each other's burdens and wins and the whole thing. So I know you're not doing it alone. You've got an amazing strength on your, on your side with Brunette. And then we have youth is Ellie and Dan. Like a dream team, especially when you get to sing songs together. We saw that today. And kids, overseeing all of our beautiful kids, our babies and our beautiful children is Shay and I mean you've been here you've been setting up the room before we there's any babies so it's pretty special to to we're going to hear all that God has done in in your ministry it's so exciting so I would love to hear a little bit of stories cuz like I'm a big fan of stories of what God is doing cuz I think for many of us including myself we're not always in the room where they're in the room and where God is just doing something so miraculous amongst these age groups or ministry teams or just here a room in our house. And so I would love Ellie if you could since it's your 1 year anniversary we're going to pick on you for a minute. Why don't you bring us in on summer camp? Like, that was a pretty cool moment, I believe, for our house, for you personally, for our youth ministry. Is there, like, a moment in that week or weekend, it felt like a week? Is, was there any? It felt, for some, it felt like a week because you didn't sleep. But what, what took place in the room? Like, what was some moments? Bring us in.
2: Um, I personally didn't think it was long enough. Um, (laughs) I could have kept going. Um, it was absolutely incredible. We had the most amazing time ever. Um, we had some really hilarious moments and then we had some really impactful, significant moments. Um, I think one of, can I, can I share a funny story? Okay. So, and Michelle, you're gonna have to help me with this one. So a funny moment from summer camp. Um, I was preaching on the last night and, uh, I was preaching straight fire and, uh, And Michelle, Michelle, tell us what happened next. I
3: can't believe we're starting with this. Okay. (laughs) Welcome to our youth ministry where we almost burned down the camp. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Okay. So the truth is, I'll keep this really quick. Um, Our hospitality team, thank you, Deji. Shout out to the hospitality. (laughs) Was, um, decided to cook bacon on the barbecue. While I was preaching. While she was preaching. So there's this (laughs) giant tent (laughs) with this door that was half open. Thank God it was only half open because you would have seen the giant eight-foot flame um <laughs> she's on she's on the on the stage and they're they've decided to pre-cook bacon for the following morning on the barbecue and i guess they tried to move the pan and the oil fell into the barbecue and, and I, the i'm not thing. even kidding i said eight foot it was probably 30 feet flames just like went. straight up Ooh. and of course the worship team was out they're like on a break waiting for ellie to be done so they go back on stage and they're all like oh shoot so yeah I'm like the fire extinguisher get it anyways it was awesome was the good. kids had no idea
2: if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> what happens behind the scenes? Oh my um, gosh! Anyways. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so sign up, up for summer soul. camp, yeah. <laughs> sign up. In the lobby. Um, it's full of really fun and crazy moments, <laughs> but um, okay. the most impactful, significant moment for me was definitely part of the last night um, where Toby, um, Dan, myself, we were, um, it was right at the end of my preach and we just started to pray and we just started to prophesy over a lot of our kids and just speak life and speak truth into them. And I remember literally coming like off and Michelle was standing at the back and I was like, like, I felt like every, I let everything out. Like, it was, like, it was fully the Holy Spirit that had taken over. And just to see the impact and the significance that the kids walked out um, out of summer camp into their schools, into their new, like, into their friend groups, into their families. And just hearing the stories, like, through summer camp and what came out of that and launching them into the new year was like nothing else. Um it was just so cool, and I think as well, even for the leaders of our team, watching our leaders step in and just come alive, um, they went from kind of watching or what what are we doing to. I, I'm a part of this and um, really just seeing so many of our leaders step up and take ownership over your kids and just loving them and and, and speaking life and speaking truth into them. Um, I just saw so many kids walk away, just lives changed and, and kids coming up to me after talking about it. Hey, you spoke this word over me at summer camp. Hey, I've like this is what's helping me changed my school. Um, So there's just so many moments, but the last night was, there was something about it and the Holy Spirit just fully filled the room and um, God moved and did his thing and it was awesome. That's so
1: good. That's amazing. And I think Caleb and I, I, we're at that stage in life now where I'm like, shoot, are we like, are we old now? (laughs) You know? Never. Yes, I know, Toby, because you lead 18 to 25 and I'm like, shoot, I'm not in that category (laughs) anymore. You know when you move away from these categories? But what's so beautiful? Yeah, you're not a chaperone. Look at you, you're amazing. Gosh. Goals. But this is the thing, we're at this stage in, as a church where I just, I love that the generations are coming alive to God, and there's a, not that there hasn't been a focus on the generations, but the truth is God has graciously brought the right people at the right time. He brought you a year ago, he brought you here, Toby and Dan, he's brought the right people to step in and to step up into God. And lead this generation uh, to have an encounter themselves that I believe you already have. And you're just leading them into the freedom territory that is theirs. And it's just so exciting because I believe a healthy church is a church that's focused on the next generation. If we ever get focused on ourselves where we're at and, you know, our season or, you know, start to retire mentally or spiritually and we stop looking to the next generation, then you get stuck. A bit stagnant, hey. And a healthy church is a church that's always looking at the next generation. How can, I, how can I lend a hand and pull them up into God? How can I use my history with God to help you win and overcome? Maybe some of the battles I didn't know how to fight, I can teach you how to fight. And that's exactly what you're doing. And I'm excited because Toby, you and Brunette and the whole entire team, you've been gathering in such strength, and there's been just a great grace on, on the gathering. And some of us are looking in at the Friday nights, and the truth is there's a whole story behind this Friday night. It seems to be a bit of an explosion. Like last this Friday, 185 people that gathered, the one before, 170 young people. These are 18 to 25-year-olds going, let's gather and gather around the things of God. It's so exciting. but. You have shown up, along with our house, um, on the campuses. Maybe bring us in on some of the stories that happened before these, like, worship encounters and everything else. God was moving on people's hearts and drawing them, even on the campus or the ministry that you've done there, the connect groups, all of it. Bring us in. Yeah. Wild. yeah that's
3: right
4: We got there, and I was at work, and someone was running the, the um, I guess the pancake station. Yeah. Uh, we hadn't booked the space. we weren't thinking that far ahead yet. And <laughs> yes. so we just kind of showed up with you know, three griddles. One was bought on the way there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I didn't tell Colin this. <laughs> I, <laughs> he's like, "How'd it go? Great. How was your day? <laughs> um, so you know, we get there and you know they plug it in, and we blow the socket. Oh, no, Uh No Three problem. Griddles. There's 16 sockets. Yeah. So we blow 15 of them. No. Uh Trying to figure out like these pancakes, <laughs> and so after we blew all of them, we we saw that we were on the last socket. Uh, we had about four <laughs> hours to go. Oh
1: so my god. So we blew
4: it, and then we just uh, started hanging out, coffee. Um, and Perfect. <laughs> Do you want some batter? Yeah. Ah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> amazing right that's right (laughs) amen amen there was like a moment that wasn't there a moment there's a story from campus right or am i hitting it wrong help me colin wasn't there some something that took place Colin,
5: you share. Toby's so blinking at me. Personally. Yeah, he's like, I don't remember. Um, no, but I think I think the thing that um, we got to link together, and, and the whole purpose of this, too, is really just to kind of show that there's a whole bunch of things that are happening behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. And a whole lot of people are doing lots of things. Like, for example, even when it comes to um, Frost Week. So, in the past, we've done Frost Week initiatives, yeah. and we'll do them for two, three days. These guys have just kept showing up and kept having conversations with students yeah. where we've had 600 people. Uh, over the last four um, four months basically sign up and say, hey, we're interested in church. And not everybody who signs up is going to come, but I love right. the fact that our teams are always, like, they're praying for them, they're calling these guys, they're inviting them out. Yeah. And again, every single person that we connect with like that is just another opportunity to invite them into community, people who are coming internationally. And, and it's really cool to see even how this team has, like, taken care of, like, just taken care of their own. And, like, even uh, that story... Um, recently with
4: somebody who's kinda of going through some stuff. Got it. I got it. There it is. I got it. <laughs> um, so our team obviously uh we, we we really just started by like hanging out with each other and you know yeah. getting to know each other and it grew very quickly to yeah. fifty plus people. Wow. And so what we saw though was really the the hangs that was where it was happening. Like yeah. that's where we got to know each other. And Yep. Uh, last December, one of our team members, his brother passed away on a Sunday, mm. um, just as we were finishing up staff meeting. Um, and I kid you not, within 20 minutes, there was 20 of us at his house with a oh. bucket of Popeyes. Wow. And we were like, listen, it's a tough time, but we're going to do it together. Yeah. Um, but what was crazier was that no, we didn't even send a text out yeah. saying like, hey, we're going to go wow. show up. It was just like automatic wow. response. I got there and they were like, literally, like, we're already here. I'm like, whoa, Ah. that's crazy. Um, But it just showed how bought in we were to each other's lives, Um, and I think that's why it's uh, been so sticky. Is because at at our age, Hmm. I'm just finishing that age now, but (laughs) at at that age,
1: (laughs) hold on to it. At that age,
4: um, yeah. Honestly, having great friends is the best thing. It is. Like. Growing mm-hmm. up and going like these people accept me for who I am, yeah, and I don't have to change, yeah, is the greatest feeling. It is, um, and yeah. then knowing that they will not just be there, you know, at graduation, mm. at the wedding, yeah, you know, but they'll also be there like when things go wrong. Um yes. that's been so reaffirming for just a lot of the the young adults.
1: Yeah, that's amazing, and I think a lot of well maybe it'd be great to talk about the streams, hey? Because I do believe, um, I love how you said, I didn't send like a text blast. It was just uh, hearts were moved with empathy and compassion. And compassion actually means action. And they all showed up. But I think we've been very intentional. And maybe even Colin, you could talk around this a bit. I know you're passing off the mic. But um, our streams have really brought like a fresh, like a... it's, it's done something so beautiful in our church, in our team. I believe our team was the first to benefit from it because it began in our teams where we said, okay, listen, um, all you beautiful people are loving our house so well. We want to love you well and come alongside you as you care for the people and as you shepherd the people of this house. We want to ensure that you yourself are shepherded, that uh, you're not one of those stories of like they used me, you know. And it's like, but we do sing songs. Jesus, is like, use me, <laughs> and then he does, and you're like, you're such a jerk. But we could we could enjoy ourselves along the way, hey? Like in God using our lives, and yes, it's a sacrifice, and all of that. I I, I do believe we shouldn't do it alone. We should be the healthiest human beings there are. Beautiful examples. And so we've put these streams in. Maybe, Colin, chat around the streams. And yeah. you're in all those meetings. Yeah,
5: so, I mean, that's exactly what it came out of, was yeah. um, meetings and really talking about the fivefold ministry. ministry. Yeah. And, and I think sometimes, you know, you can come up with all of these, like, nouveau ways of, like, okay, how are we going to yeah. organize things and how are we going to manage things? And at the end of the day, we started talking and just went back and realized, like, oh, it's Paul the Bible. kind of already talked about this and yeah. gave us a really great structure to work with. Yeah. And so then, really, the challenge becomes is... How do we give expression to um, the different offices? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, basically yeah. in Ephesians, Paul's talking about all of these different um, offices that people have. So yeah. like um, pastor, evangelist, prophet, um, and uh pastor forgetting, teacher. And teacher. Uh, what's yeah. the last one that I'd, pastor, teacher, evangelist, Apostle. Apostle, yeah. So basically what that means is like people who build, people who exhort. Yeah. And so the challenge becomes how do we actually infuse all of that into our church? How do we give expression to all of these different things? Yeah. And so that's really what streams kind of came out of was how can we do that? And starting with our team and seeing where it goes from there. Yeah. So, for example, like um, helping people get onboarded onto team and find their place, like find family on team. How are we taking care of people when we're on team? That's basically what Hannah's been been working on. How are we helping them spiritually grow uh, and, and even teaching them how to prophesy, how to hear God's voice, yeah. how to step out in faith, and that's yeah. what uh, Michelle, Michelle has been doing. Yeah. And it's really cool. I was talking to Steph um, a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking with some of our people care leads, yeah. and one of the things that she said was on our team, whereas a few months back, people, when they were going through things, it was kind of like uh, an investigation to figure out what's happening in people's yeah. lives. Yeah. What are they going through? Whereas now the team has started to shift where people are realizing wait, I'm going through something. I need to let my team into it. I need to let people into it. And we're just starting to see that start to just, um, the scope of it start to just get wider and wider where we've seen people in businesses start giving words to people in in businesses just around our office. And like people going, and business owners going, man, I don't know what it is about you guys, but somebody just left me a verse saying, you know, (laughs) um, that God has a plan for me and we're just super thankful for it. Wow. And so it's just starting to to really bloom. So maybe even Hannah, if you want to start just kind of talking about, kind of yeah. people care and, and what that's been like and maybe just some of the stories there.
1: Great stories. Hold it close, hand. <laughs> like we uh, There we go. <laughs>
6: people in such a real way and show for people when they're sick or just after having a rough day and so it's just been so amazing to see like the people care leads take ownership intentional about loving our teams so it's just been so amazing
5: yeah and that's really what it is and and this goes from everything from like birthdays to funerals it really is just making sure that especially the people that are taking care of people are like really taking care of and that's that's where it starts, and I think that's where it kind of moves. But Michelle has um, really been developing yeah. a whole new kind of wing of things when it comes to ministry Come and just really helping people kind of grow spiritually. If you want to just kind of share yeah. what that experience sure. has been like. Yeah.
7: Um, I, I really believe there's a new culture that's mm. being developed in our church, and it's Come really on. exciting to me yeah. to, yes, the people care to take care, but also to take care spiritually yeah. um, of us as well. And what we've recognized is that within the teams is that, this is the new norm mm-hmm. and it's really amazing to see how the Holy Spirit is actually touching everybody's yeah. lives this way yeah. and even challenging them to go even that step further and everything else that um, people are, are really um, excited about it and are really really expecting God to do things through it which is really awesome one of the stories from our team is that as they're growing and hearing God's voice too, they're also being challenged by the Holy Spirit to go that little bit of extra mile. And one of our members was at a restaurant and uh, she had felt that the Lord had asked, had given her word for someone that was in the restaurant that she didn't know, stranger, she was there with her husband. And uh, she said, no, no, I can't do that now. I can't do that now. It's okay (laughs) in church, but you know. Um, Anyway, it wouldn't go away. And uh, she definitely said, okay, God, I'll go. So she, uh, yeah, happened to walk by her table and bravely sat down and said, I'm sorry. I'm a Christian. I don't mean to disturb you, but can I pray for you? I feel that I have a word from the Lord. And she was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) what? And, uh, she's, yeah, sure. Go ahead. So she gave her the word and she shared with her and prayed with her. And the woman was so taken by that, that she uh, asked if she could meet with her again. So she's met with her twice for coffee. As she's found (gasps) out, this woman uh, was hurt by the church Uh, and had fallen away from God Wow! and wanted nothing to do with church or anything like that. And through that obedience (laughs) has, you know, now, uh, is looking to come back to church and stuff, so wow. I just think it's amazing how God, wow. when you just say yes,
1: yeah. that's once, right,
7: you know, and just like make me more aware of what it is that you're saying, what you're doing, mm. that it's going to change not only our culture and church, it's going to change the world.
1: That's right. And,
7: and the sphere of influence around us, oh, right? that's right. And uh, so bringing an encouragement that's and stuff incredible. like that is just the way of life.
1: That's incredible. Yeah. And I love, I love that, um, like a word of knowledge or a prophecy or, you know, something within that sphere. It didn't just open up a moment for her. Mm-hmm. It led to now a friendship yeah. and possibly yeah. a connection back to the house of God, which is ultimately the heart of God, is to see you not, you know, go out there and have a moment, but be connected to a family. And that's so powerful. That's so cool. And I I love Shay. Okay, so there's so much going on in kids, but I would love for you to, since we're kind of talking around this, I would love to hear how you felt to empower our kids to not wait till they're like 15, 17, 25, 35. To hear God, what yeah. are we what are we doing in kids right now?
8: So right now we have just launched into a new program based on a book by Sean Bowles. He's an incredible prophetic man who has spoken like huge words yeah. over yeah. Uh, our, our house, house and over yeah. our we, you, Like we have heard yeah. <laughs> incredibly specific words from God from him. Yeah. And so Pastor Julie actually hand selected uh, yeah. this program for us yeah. to follow. And um, it's called so Growing Up Good. with God. It's all about connecting with God and really, really truly understanding what it means to be God's friend, to do life with him uh, to the point of hearing his voice and, wow. and look, like seeing what that <laughs> looks like even at a young age. And yeah. so um, it's just been an incredible season already. Like we're That's just cool. talking with the kids about how they can, they can actually hear God, how yeah. God actually wants to talk to them, right. wants to be their friend, wants to have that connection, and they're hearing him. Like we <laughs> have heard so cool. amazing stories. Do you want to yeah. share? Yeah, it's so um, good. Isn't so, that amazing? Yeah, it's Come so on. incredible. I love and
3: it. I'm seeing this at home with my kids. So last yeah. week, um, Shay and the team gifted each uh, kid in school age yeah. um, a, a dream journal. Yeah. So encouraging them to wake up and write down or color a picture yeah. of, of what they see in their dreams. So cool. And we've been praying for my eight-year-old's anxiety for a long time. And uh, she shared with that with the, uh, the kids' team, and they've been praying for her also. And the f- second morning that she wrote in her dream journal, she said she was so excited to show me. She said, and she was so excited to bring it to church today to share with the kids. Um, she had a dream that a butterfly brought her a handwritten note f- from Jesus, and on the note, it said, you won't be afraid of things anymore. And so that's just one example. And I know I've heard from so many parents that... They're just, it's something that's been activated in them. And I just love that with the stream and introducing, you know, more of the prophetic, we're seeing it. We're seeing it in our youth. We're seeing it in our 1825. When you see our team down at the front, you know, praying for our
8: youth, we're just seeing it activated across the board. So it's really special. And if I can just add, I think the other great thing about this program is how we're connecting church and home Um, because there are some incredible resources for you as parents. Um, This workbook, it's just incredible. It's like a devotional almost that you can do every week with your kids so that as a family, you're leaning into God and listening for him together and um, I'm... I'm just telling you, like, trust me, yes. if you start doing this with your kids consistently, like every morning, part of your morning routine, okay. before bed, whatever, like whenever works for you, but leaning into God, talking about God together, like it is just gonna change your entire family. Yeah. It starts with your kids, and, and it's, but it really starts with you leading the way as parents. And so we're excited to resource you with that, but we're seeing just incredible things and a vulnerability from the kids that we've never seen before. Like wow. we've had moments um, <laughs> when we're doing prayer requests we've had moments of, of kids breaking down and crying. Wow. And just, it's been so beautiful to see, like, the other kids just instantly oh. surround them and, like, pray for each other and so hug each cool. other. Because that's what it's all about. Like, that's it's about right. connecting them with yeah. Jesus, but also connecting them with family. Strength, and it's just support. been amazing to wow. see that happening. Wow, that
1: so, is so amazing. It's really that's good. amazing. But... I love that, but I do believe that we as, you know, as we should, we should as moms and fathers and, you know, grandfathers and grandmothers, we should be leading the way in this journey of vulnerability and stepping into our freedom and and saying, I'm not going to be afraid anymore. And I do believe that that has taken place. I know, Emma, you chatted about that quickly, about our connect groups. And there's a vulnerability and there's a transparency that has kind of just shown up in all of our guts, like we're just a bit tired of of dealing with the same old struggles, and um, th- the truth is the road to recovery is often vulnerability, yes. and uh, I know we don't have a lot of time, but I'd l- just love to talk about some of the beautiful things that have happened because of transparency. Honestly,
6: um, it's like transparency and vulnerability in community. Yeah. Of actually being able to show up as yourself, not yes. just your best version. Yeah. But oh. Actually that version where you're like, I actually don't want to show up right now. I'm I'm a mess. I'm yeah. filled with anxiety, but actually coming into that room and people going, I see you and I see value. I don't see the mess. I actually see yeah. you as whole. That's yeah. the exact same way Jesus sees us, but like as community being able to do that hand in hand. Yeah. There's been countless stories like through Connect Group about that happening. Um, one this past year that honestly has like affected me and just was like, no, vulnerability is key. Yeah. Um, we had a family in our house who had a significant loss of a child and it was a heartbreaking moment, something they had been believing for. Um, and rather than, you know, coming and drawing into isolation and hiding, I actually showed up to Connect Group that week. And like she showed up, she's tears are flowing, but it actually presented an opportunity for us like as women in that sisterhood group to actually surround her, to be like, hey, we're actually in this pain with you. Yeah. We actually see that heartbreak and we're not going to avoid it and stay far away but we're going to come close and sit there with you for as long as you need to be here and we honestly just spent the entire time just praying over her Um, but then on the flip side it's like she takes that home and then her entire family gets to be affected by it too with her husband who's like new to community it's like he got to see that he got to see people showing up on their front door being like I know you I see you I love you here's some food just what can we do to help you and that's something that actually changed the trajectory of their life um, and not only sitting in the pain, but now we get to actually celebrate with them that they have new life on the way. Like a rebirth of it where there's joy and there's pain, but that's what community is about. It's both of those moments. So, like, it's coming in, yeah, and that vulnerability of I can take my mask off. I don't have to sh- I don't have to show up in that way, so but I can good. actually just be me. Yes. All of me, holy yeah. like, I'm loved. So yeah. So it's, it's incredible to see how that works through Connect Groups. That's incredible. Looking in each other's eyes. Don't take that for granted. Yeah. like... An hour and a half. In of the eyeballs. Deeply in. Yeah. It, it changes everything just to be seen and known yes. and loved. So,
1: yeah. That's awesome. Fully known, fully loved. Josh... So with creative teams, okay, you've been just dominating and loving loving our creative teams really well, and our production teams, and you've really, I think, um, brought a sense of unity to those teams where we're really operating together in a whole new way, but you've introduced uh, Studio Saturdays, or Saturday Studios, or Studio Studio Saturdays, yes, and the heart behind it is what? like. What's, what is God doing in the team and what's shifting and what are you excited about right now?
0: Yeah, for sure. So, when in the end of the summertime, when we moved from Hillsong, we uh, had I guess there were some processes with yeah. musically that came with Hillsong that we yeah. were able to kind of move away from and start to create out of. Yeah. And um, so Studio Saturdays came from uh, a beer with Chad, Colin, CK, and I. <laughs> a beer. Like, what can we do? Just <laughs> we're just having a good time together. And we're talking <laughs> about what so we could do with uh, with our creative teams, where we just inspire some creativity. Yes. We found that when we always got together on a studio, when we couldn't rehearse on a Wednesday, yeah. We'd go to a studio on a Saturday. Cool. We would jam on the songs that we needed for Sunday, and then we'd just hang around and we'd create new stuff. And that's where kind of the excitement level started to build off of that about uh, things, and people would come with uh, what they had been jamming on themselves in the week, and as they'd been rehearsing uh, in their own instruments. And so we create a Studio Saturdays. We do it every three weeks or so, we try to get into uh, a studio for three hours. And uh, we either learn new songs that we haven't done yet, so we kind of build that repertoire, but also people bring what they'd like to Uh, play. So they'd send out some gospel songs and be like, hey, this is a new one. For those of you who haven't played gospel yet, jam on it. We're going to be playing it on Saturday. So we'd come and it'd stretch people musically. It'd stretch people technically. And it would stretch uh, us and grow us all as a team to be able to listen to one another and play with one another so that when we come on a Sunday, we can kind of go on the fly with a lot of uh, changes that often happen musically. Uh, And so I think in doing so it's built creativity but also strengthened us technically as a team, as a worship team.
1: Yeah. Because I know a lot, well, with it's in, Caleb's in my heart when it comes to worship. I, there's been so many words over this house. And if you've been here for all of five seconds, you would know what God has declared over this house. That we are going to have a sound and it's going to be a new sound. And so I love your obedience to go, okay, we're going to start listening to all kinds of things. Because if you're almost going to create something new, you've got to get a little bit more broad in what you're creating. You're, uh, mimic some things. And I believe that's what's happening, but what's flowing out of it is something new and it's going to be something fresh. And uh, the whole prophetic worship, maybe chat quickly around that and, and your heart for falling off the page a bit and coloring outside the lines. Which is my favorite.
0: For sure. FYI. And, and that's also yeah. just like really at the heart <laughs> of our worship leaders as well. Yeah. Our, our key team that leads that. People we'll say, let's intentionally create space on our Sunday mornings, on our Friday nights, yeah. on our Wednesdays and midweek. Yeah. Uh, so we used to do three full songs in a tag to kind of fill the 20 minutes. And we were pretty rigid with that. Yeah. Um, but we're like, let's, let's take that down to two songs in a tag. Mm-hmm. And we'll intentionally make space yeah. uh, within our worship sets for just for the Spirit to be able to speak to them. Yeah. And our worship leaders are really grabbed onto that and uh, been just pursuing and pressing into what God is saying in their own life mm. uh, for the week so that when we yeah. come on a Sunday, they already have something prepared that they're ready to lead all of you into yeah. um, uh, that, and that God wants to speak to you. And so we create that space, That's create cool. that time, the band's ready for it, and and we just kind of leave it o- yeah. open there. And so we've just seen... This kind of ties into what we do at Studio yeah. Saturdays too is we... we Set a goal for ourselves to just um, try to create little bridge tags yeah. or or really uh, simple lyrical choruses right. uh, from what is happening in our lives spiritually. Cool. Like even when I don't see it, you're working. Right. Even when I don't see it working it's like it's repetitive, but it's simple and something to grab onto. Yeah. So we're going to do that as a doing that as a creative team, coming up with those simple choruses and tags, and then bringing them. Hope to bring them on a Sunday. And hope that that is now the word from our house. Hmm. We lead you guys into that. Right. Or you lead us into that as well. Yeah. And, and the, we do that as a, as a church. Yeah. And then we start singing out what's on our heart as a church. So yes. when we talk about a new sound, it has yeah. to come from within our church, not yes. from outside of our That's church.
1: That's right. Yeah. And so
0: that was the whole intent of cool. of our studio Saturday as well. And so <laughs> we've, we've started to just sing out crazy things on a Sunday morning. When, and it's just whatever the Spirit is leading our worship leaders in in that time. And it's been right. I think it's been very moving over the last, um, you know, six months that we've been able to do that.
1: Yeah. I mean, if anything, um, it begins in the vulnerability and transparency within the team. And as you guys can bury yourselves in that studio Saturdays, we reap the benefit of, of that sense of safety and trust in each other and i believe we're already seeing it but it's just it's just the very beginning of all that god's going to do through our worship expression and encounter and i'm so excited and thankful but i just honestly want to say like from the bottom of my heart and Caleb's heart thank you so much i know you represent you represent many people who stand in arms like beside you. And I believe that God has called uh, some to be like generals and some to be soldiers. And there's different places where we serve and where we can give and where we can build the house of God. But I love how, you know, he says like brick by brick, like it's like we're called to be put into the house. And that's our place as Follow Jesus as we fall in love with Him, we can't help but fall in love with God's house. And it is just such a joy to not stand on the sidelines because I'm in there on the field with you, but just to watch you fall in love with God's house in the same way that Caleb and I have fallen in love with God's house. Truly, we're in a season where there's such a shared love and a shared commitment and a shared sense of like, where I feel like we're like this, like, you know, an impenetrable, uh, you know, force uh, on this team and the people that you represent. But I just want to pray over every single one of you, actually. And uh, I would love for you as a house, um, so many of you have stepped into beautiful spaces and places in God and with God because of their yes. And uh, I just believe that the church should come alongside one another and encourage each other. And many times they have been found encouraging us, but I would love for a moment to encourage them and to just speak life into them. Not that they need it. They're not going to fall over or anything. anything. But... We can, we, I'll take it. Anytime somebody wants to encourage me, I'm like, yes, lay your hands on me. I need it always. So why don't you church, why don't you stand up to your feet and you guys all stand up to your feet and uh, we're just gonna pray God's blessing. There's uh, Psalm 65 that we've been focusing on, Psalm 65, 11, and we're, we're about to close, so don't worry, okay? We're just gonna hang here for just a couple minutes. But we've declared over our house this year that um, it's, it's a season and it's a year where we will be crowned. We'll be crowned with the blessing of God. And uh, Psalm 65:11. if we can throw it, can we throw it up on the screen? Do we have it? We probably do. Um, but it's, it's basically, you've, uh, you're cr- what, do you guys have it? I have it. It's okay. I'm prepared. I'm ready. Is it there? Okay, and so are you. Okay, you crown the earth with its yearly harvest, the fruits of your goodness, wherever you go, the tracks of your chariot wheels. Oh, this is very old school. Drip with oil. Okay, I'm gonna bring us into the century. You crown the year, okay? And can we bring up those keys, okay? I need some, like, some worship. I need, like, a David who plays the harpist. Um, Okay, so you crown the year with your goodness, the whole team, actually, whole world. Okay, you're all there. Great, um, with your goodness and your paths, even your hard paths. The hard paths they drip with abundance, and you know, crowning. I don't know if if we think of being crowned as like. Oh. The truth is a crown. There's a there's a weight to a crown, isn't there? There's there's a responsibility when you are crowned. And as God has declared over Caleb and I in our house, like this is a year where you will be crowned. What comes with being crowned? There is a weight. There is a responsibility. There is a sense of, "Oh gosh, my life represents many. Uh, my yes means uh, yes for so many that come after me and we recognize that as you have said yes and as you have put up your hand no matter this season no matter what's going on you've been consistent you've been faithful you've been so beautiful to show up on the front lines even though you wanted to maybe hide in the backfield. you showed up on the front lines and aren't we grateful that they continue to show up and the team that, that carries this house I just want to declare over every single one come on why don't you just stretch out your hand and we're just gonna declare strength in Jesus' name. Why don't you just speak? If you don't have anything eloquent to say, you don't need to be eloquent. Just say, Jesus, would you give them, would you strengthen them? Would you strengthen them? Would you meet them in the secret places? Would you share your secrets with them? Would you continue to refresh them? Holy Spirit, we just ask, that you would sustain us that you would empower us and enable us we recognize we have not been called to the front lines because we are the most talented or gifted but we are here because of your grace we are here because of your grace because your love has been bestowed upon us because of Jesus because of his sacrifice we just we, we go behind you Jesus and you go in front of us you go behind us, you go around us. We don't fight on our own. We don't fight with weapons in the natural, but we fight with weapons of supernatural destruction in Jesus' name in the enemy's territory. We do not fight flesh and blood, but we fight the spirit of the living God. And so I thank you that every single one that has said yes, that is represented here, I thank you, God, that you're going to reveal the sword of your spirit that they have in their arsenal and that we would be a mighty army in Jesus name. God, not an army that's running to and fro and distracted and confused about what it is that we're called to do and, and distracted by fights that we're not supposed to fight. God, God, I thank you that we're gonna be like eyes like like Flint fixed on Jesus fixed on you the maker of heaven the one that declares over us our marching orders Holy Spirit would you remind us of our marching orders The very fact that every single one of us are standing in this room is like a prophecy that the planet needed you. The planet needed the earth, needed who you are and what you carry. And so, Father, we just recognize that this house needed who these beautiful people are. They needed who you are, Patribus. They needed you. We needed you. Jesus, thank you that you created every single one of these beautiful people, so unique, so gifted, so talented, with great natural gifting. But Father, we just, we do not rely on natural gifting or talent. We do not lean on our strength, but we lean on the strength that comes from a humble rely upon the Spirit of God to do what only you can do. Jesus, we thank you that we have been in beautiful seasons of increase and blessing. But Father, I thank you that in this this year, God, as you crown us with your goodness and your abundance will drip on the, the hard paths, that you'll turn everything together and around for your good. Father, I thank you that we are going to be just so blessed. That we will be so blessed, God, by the momentum that comes from heaven. And why don't you lift up your hands. I'm just going to pray over you here this morning. I pray, God, your church. Your beautiful church, God, thank you that this is just, it's a season, where we're standing at like a precipice that we've never been in before, and many of us may go, I don't know if I have the tools, I don't know if I have the training, the equipping for, for this season. Holy Spirit. Would you equip us? Would you enable us, bring us up in the training of your spirit? Would we find ourselves just so dependent upon the Father with the intimacy that we need from from you, Father God, be our enablement? you that all we need is access to you and we already have it and so I pray that we would take hold of the training, the equipping, that we would open the word of God and we would just, we would eat it up in this season knowing that the path, it's too big it's too much to rely upon a supply that is not God we throw away the supplies we burn the cattle and we burn the things that were. We're reliant upon natural things and we choose to rely on you. We rely on heaven. We need heaven. We need your presence. We need you, Jesus. Come on, I want you to say, I need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We need
5: you, Jesus. We hope this message blessed
0: and encouraged you. To find out more about our church, visit mychurchcanada.com.